Exodus chapter number 14. I've been getting text from California to New York. And by the way, pray for me. Country will be in New York next week. I'm going to take a country anointing, try to adjust it a little bit. Uh, so be in prayer. You'll be in great hands with Pastor Jay and Katie. Uh, <laughs> Exodus chapter 14. Let's start reading at verse number 3. God said, Moses, Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they're entangled. They're all tied up. The wilderness has them shut in. God said, I'll harden Pharaoh's heart that he should follow after them, and I'll be honored by Pharaoh and upon all his host that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord, and they did so. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants were turned against the people. God still holds the hearts of people in, their, in his hand, whether they're atheist, agnostic, or filled with the Spirit. He got the whole world in his hand. And he made ready his chariots and took his people with him. He took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high hand. And the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen, his army, and they overtook them in camping by the sea besides Pyrrhiroth, right before Beelzephon. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried to the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou done this to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Leave us alone. We want to serve the Egyptians. Would it have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than die in this wilderness? Thank God for a good pastor. Pastor Moses said, Fear not. They're trembling in their sandals. And Moses said, Fear not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he'll show you today. 
Well, the Egyptians that you've seen today, you will see no more forever. Everybody shout, no more forever. The Lord's going to fight for you. You just hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the children of Israel that they go forward. Shout, I'm going forward. And then verse 31. And Israel saw the great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians, and the people feared the Lord, and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. And I want to draw our text just for the next few minutes, a word that will carry you until December 31st if you'll believe it. <clears throat> speak unto the children. Verse 15, speak unto the children that they go forward. And my message is your miracles are in the forward movement. Regardless of what you're going through or facing today, God said, Keep going forward. Father, thank you for this new year. Thank you for the prophecies of dominion and coming into the double in 2020. We'll be careful to give you all the thanks for everything that's accomplished this year. We're expecting double blessing and double favor and double increase. And everybody shout in the name of Jesus. Uh, tell three people before you're seated, uh, just keep moving forward. Just got to keep it moving. Regardless of your haters, regardless of the negative voices. All right, it's time to go to work. Now, I, I need you to step into this context as if you're the children of Israel. And it'll be my job to make it relevant to 2020. God has put the people in a situation that they can't get out of. So they would have to believe God, believe Moses, and believe the prophetic. God wanted to show them that it's not by might or by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord, in 2020. Now, now, God spoke to Moses and said, I want you to go tell Pharaoh. Now, Pharaoh is the one person he feared the most. God will let you come face to face with the thing that you fear the most 
to show you that he's bigger than your Pharaoh. He's, he's bigger than the impossible-looking situation that you're facing. Somebody shout, God's bigger. And he said, tell Pharaoh to let my people go so they can worship me in the wilderness. This is the one thing that God is still asking and, and seeking today is, is for people to worship him. Not just to come to his house, not just to tip him, but, but to come in and worship him. Jesus told uh, the woman at the well, uh, the father is seeking people. He's seeking people uh, that will worship him. And sometimes God uh, will use a Pharaoh uh, to renew your worship. I got two amens right there. I'd, uh, my worship. Now, verse number three, Pharaoh said uh, to his captains, uh, uh, the children of Israel are entangled and shut in. The NIV says uh, uh, they were hemmed in uh, by the mountains and by the sea. Now, now one translation says they were in a cul-de-sac. Uh, Moses has led them uh, into a scary place. See, you really don't know how to walk by faith until you get in a scary place. See, faith is not the absence of doubt and fear. It took faith for them to follow Moses. These people didn't know Moses. He had been on the backside of the desert. And, and there's a lot of you that don't know me. You think you know me. But you don't know me, baby. I mean, now my wife knows me. I could give her the microphone and she could tell you some things today. But, 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 but they're doing okay. They're following Moses. It's kind of like blind faith until they get to Parahiroth over by Beelzephon. That, that's where they heard the hoofbeats and the rumbling of the 600, the 600 iron uh, chariots and all the army of Israel. It, it's amazing because it was God that said, Moses, I want you to lead them out. I want you to speak to Pharaoh. Tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Get your hands off my people so they can worship. Uh, but then God uh, hardened the heart of Pharaoh. I used to think it was the devil, that, that Pharaoh was just demon-possessed. It was God that hardened his heart. It's a paradox, but verse 10 says, they were sore afraid. Now, fear will attack your mind. Medical science calls it amygdala hijack, which means it means um, that your mind is, is thrown into a fight, flee, or panic mode. And God showed me that, that this spirit, this spirit of fear, this spirit of fear, it's attacking the agnostic and the Christian. This, this spirit 
of fear. It'll, it'll take over your mind. It'll cause uh, paralysis. It'll, it, it'll cause anxiety attacks and heart attacks and migraine headaches and ulcers and vertigo. It'll, it'll take over your mind and it'll take over your body. It's the attack of the enemy. The, the old timers used to call it paranoia. My grandma used to say, that girl paranoid. Mm -hmm. But it's a spirit. It's a spirit that's putting people in the hospital. It's, it's a spirit that's, that's putting people on sedatives and, and, and drugs. The, the hoofbeats couldn't destroy them. The hoofbeats didn't even touch them. It was the sound uh, that triggered uh, this abuse that they had been through by the taskmasters and the ugly oppression that they had been through. Now, Exodus 1 says that the taskmasters afflicted them, caused their lives to be bitter with hard rigor. Verse number 12, uh, though, says, the more they afflicted the people of God, the more they multiplied. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to suggest to you, and you may disagree, that God sometimes will use affliction. Somebody told me this week, I, I don't serve a God like that. Well, let me just suggest to you uh, that God allowed this affliction and bitterness to come on the people of God uh, so they would grow. Some, sometimes God will use strange things uh, uh, to help you grow spiritually. I'm not talking you growing physically fine, I, but I'm talking about you growing spiritually in God and, and, and walking in the Spirit this year. Somebody shout amen. Uh, uh, that's why David said, it was good for me to be afflicted. And, and of course, the argument is, well, uh, David brought this on himself. And that's possibly true. But how about Jacob? How about Jacob when, when, when he was just going, he, he's, he was still kind of a con man, but he gets in a prayer meeting and an angel knocks his hip out of joint uh, but, but didn't God heal him? No, he walked with a limp the rest of his life to remind him. Sometimes God has to remind us we're not our own. We've been bought with a price, the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And, and how about the great apostle Paul, Derek, that, that wrote over half the New Testament when that light hit him on the road to Damascus. Uh, uh, he had an eye opening experience, uh, but his eyesight was never the same again. And he prayed three times and he said, God, I can be more effective for you. I, I can get more accomplished if, if you'll heal my eyes and give me 20-20 vision. He prayed three times. He didn't pray three times for the man that he raised from the dead. Remember when he preached too long one night? Whew. I forgot to tell you, this isn't a seeker-friendly church. You won't be out of here in 15 minutes. <laughs> Paul preached, a man fell asleep in the window, fell out of the two-story window, and broke his neck. And Paul, 
Instead of causing a distraction, he just ran out, raised the man back from the dead, and kept right on teaching. And a lot of folks woke up. But, but, but God will use, he's such a faithful father, he'll use whatever means necessary uh, to get us on the right path. Somebody shout amen. Uh, they said to Moses, verse number 11 at the Red Sea, were there not enough graves? Were there just not enough graves in Egypt? Is this why you've led us out here to die? You see what fear will do? It'll, it'll cause hopelessness. It'll, it, it, it'll cause you to give up on your future. It'll, it'll, it'll have you dreading uh, the future and trying to convince you you're a victim and, and that you're vulnerable. Baby, when you're in God's hands, you're never vulnerable. I was looking at these three little beautiful children this morning, and I said, Lord, you know they're vulnerable. He said, what? What did you say? He said, you're putting them in my hand. When they're in my hand, they're never vulnerable. My, and nobody will be able to pluck them out of my hand. And I said, excuse me. Verse 13, Moses prophesied. Listen to a good pastor. Listen to a good pastor. He's, he's prophesying in verse 13. The people are afraid. Okay. They're scared to death. Okay. They're, they're having a moment, a meltdown moment. And Pastor Moses gets up and says, fear not. Doesn't that sound like a preacher, an apostolic preacher? Fear not. God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. And, uh, he said, fear not. Oh, thank God for the prophetic voice of God. Fear, it saved me more times than one. <laughs> uh, 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 fear not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For the enemy you see today, not next year, today, you will see them no more forever. But the people couldn't believe God. And there's nothing new under the sun. Verse 15, Moses cried out to God. And he said, Lord... What are we going to do? And God said, tell the people to keep going forward. Now, now I got I to gotta digress and tell you, they've just seen 10, more than 10, but 10 being the number of completeness. God gave them 10 supernatural events. He sent the hailstones. <laughs> And they killed the livestock of the Egyptians. There were camels laying over dead. There were, there were horses and, and, and goats and All of the livestock, all of the fields of the Egyptians, their, their, their orchards, their vineyards, everything was destroyed. Not one hailstone even hit a squirrel. Because God covers his people. 
I know there's a lot of ugly out in the world today, but God is covering uh, his people. God is saying, don't worry. Don't worry about uh, all the bigs. Don't, don't worry about their chariots and about their horsemen. I know you're on foot. I know you're in your Nikes. But, but don't worry about any of this because I got you covered. I'm going to take care of this situation. It just looks scary uh, for a while. Oh, Lord. And then the river. The river, the Nile River that, that they got their water from. The, the great Nile River that so many people uh, migrated to Egypt uh, because of the Nile River. It turned into blood. And the fish died. And I don't know if you've ever been around dead fish or not. But you want to talk about a stink. Lord have mercy. God sends 10 supernatural events and they still don't believe God. So God's a little ticked off. Just like he gets with us when we don't believe him, <laughs> we don't trust him. So God just gives Moses another word. Of course, they don't believe it. God said, just tell the people to keep moving forward. All this year, from California to New York, I've been telling my pastors, keep moving forward. But, but we're looking at this building that is, is 10 times what we can afford. I said, just go forward with it. They said, well, we don't know a banker. I said, just go for. If you'll just keep going forward, you'll see the salvation of the Lord. But, Pastor, I, I, I've got a court case coming up. Just go forward with it. Baby, God's been in court with me all my life. If you'll stay in his courts, he'll get in your courtroom. But just keep, don't get paralysis. Don't. Don't get all stoved up. Have faith in God. Jesus said to his disciples, will you quit asking and just have faith in God? And you can say to mountains, be removed and cast into the sea. If you won't doubt, if you'll get the doubt out. Uh-oh. And the first step to your double portion in 2020 is to know your miracles are in your forward movement. Push your neighbor and tell them to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. the, the enemy, he, he was using fear that caused paralysis at Pirahiroth. Now, now the Hebrew says they were at the edge of a gorge. The enemy will bring all hell against you when you get on the edge of your miracle. Verse 16. Moses, you're going to lift up your rod. When you get to the Red Sea, you're going to lift up your rod. And you're going to stretch that rod over the Red Sea. Thank you, Aaron. 
you're going to stretch that rod over the Red Sea. I'm going to part the Red Sea. It's not going to be one sea. It's going to be double seas. There's going to be a sea on the right and the sea on the left, and you're going to walk right between the two. And, 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 and see, I'm convinced that God spoke to Moses just like he's trying to speak to you. You don't have to know me what I had for breakfast this morning to believe God. God spoke to me and said, keep going forward. I'm going to make a way that seemed to be no way. I'm going to make a supernatural way. And usually when God makes a way, it don't make a lick of sense. You just have to keep putting one foot ahead of the other. Push your neighbor and say, keep going forward. Uh, but it's scary, baby, because they had Big Mama with them, and they had they had Mama with them, and they had the kids and the grandkids. Uh, they had everything loaded down, trying to go, and it didn't make a lick of sense. Baby, faith doesn't always make sense. When faith knocks at your door, you just open up and say, "Come on in." Somebody shall come on in. Now, Pharaoh, he had all those chariots and all those horses, and Moses had a rod. Can I remind you that little is much when God is in it? Lord have mercy. Every miracle I've ever studied in the Bible started with something that was already in the people's hand. Now, Moses, he was nervous too, or he wouldn't have been crying out to God. And God's so comforting, he said, what are you doing crying out to me? I taught you better than this. Just tell the people to keep going forward. I'll open up things when the time's right. I'm working on their heart right now. I'm giving them a new heart and a new mind. I'm, I'm trying to renew their faith uh, like the eagle. But, but God, he, he, he worked a miracle for a little lady that just had a handful of meal. And, and, and she said to the preacher, I'm going to cook a little cake, and then me and my boy are going to die. See, w w what a great outlook on life. But see, that's what the enemy will do. He'll give you paralysis. He'll, he'll give, it's not that you don't have faith. See, the children of Israel had faith that they wouldn't have followed Moses out. But they also had doubt and fear. All at the same time. Ooh. Yeah. And then he, he took a little bottle of oil. And he multiplied the oil. Settled a debt. 
and then gave them a lifetime of harvest through, through that one little bottle of oil. But God used what they already had in their hand. Samson had the jawbone of an ass. See, God can use anything. What's spiritual about an ass? I mean, why didn't he use a leg bone? Okay. He takes the jawbone of an ass and kills a thousand Philistines with it because that's all he had in his hand. No, no, that's not all he had. He had faith in God. You can be messed up like Samson, but if you'll just get your faith renewed, I'm on a mission here in San Antonio, and I'm going to take this uh, mission to the nation. Now, but, but you got to just use what you've got in your hand. And your second step uh, uh, for your next miracle in 2020, this double portion miracle, is use what you got in your hand. God's put something in everybody's hand. Bishop. I'm not real smart. I'm not an IT genius. I don't have a Facebook. <laughs> Neither did that immigrant in New York. He couldn't speak the language. And everybody was selling their goods on the street. And he didn't know the language. So finally he prayed and asked God for help. And God said, just tell them same here. So he got right behind their carts and said, same here. Same here. But he got excited about it. I'm trying to get somebody excited about God again here today. Your, your faith kind of growed cold. Your, you kind of got a little paralysis in your soul. But, but if you'll shake yourself, faith comes by hearing and hearing uh, by the word of the Lord, I got to hurry now. now uh, verse 19, 17, God said, I'm going to harden the hearts of all the Egyptians and make them come after you. Now, why would God do something like that? Huh? So why would God do something like that? Okay. I mean... Things are going pretty good. Put that picture of them crossing that Red Sea again. I mean, they're scrambling around pretty good. And yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, there I, I mean, there he is. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Charleston, I wish you're still alive. <sighs> Things are going pretty good. Ooh, his beard was too blue. <laughs> Things were going pretty good until God hardened their hearts again. Oh, God. Because they weren't quite ready. See, see, and, 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 and you, you bakers know this. You can't rush a cake. Now, 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 Mary's starting a coronary school. 
Okay. Man, one of the first things she's going to teach you is to bake me a cake. But you've got to leave that thing in until it's done. Oh, the good thing about our baker in heaven, he'll leave you in the oven until you're done. Some of you need to be well done, but go ahead and give him a hand praise. If you're thankful, he won't forget about you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But, everybody shout, but. God had sent his angel to go before him. See, we forget all about God's resources. Oh, if I had time, but I don't, Lord have mercy. Y'all didn't give it to me till 1130. I'd talk to you about the angels that showed up. They'll show up in lion's dens. They'll, they'll, they'll show up and start, and start pulling the wheels off a chariot. See, see, see God... Elisha's little servant, he comes to him and says, Alas, my master, the Syrians have us surrounded. And, and, and Elisha wouldn't even get out of bed. Of course, that's that boy with a double portion. See, I'm trying to get some double portion on you here today. Just a slosh over is all you need. But, but, but he said, Lord, we, we surrounded, master. And, and Elisha said, Lord, Lord, I ain't even had my coffee yet. Lord, will you just open his eyes so he can see on another level? See, in 2020, you, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to adjust your vision. You're you're, you're gonna have to have double vision. You you can't just see in the natural. You have to see in the spiritual. And and that little servant saw the chariots of God. Baby, God's got chariots too, okay? God's got horses too. Uh, fire was coming out of their nose. Uh, and the little servant realized, Lord, this isn't even going to be a fair fight. See, some of you in a fight right now, and you think you're all by yourself. That devil that's been talking to you is a liar. That's why God put this old bishop in your life to run the devil out of your head. Somebody shout, get out. God was there. The angels were there. Moses was there. And they were still scared. Verse 19 says that the cloud, the cloud that was leading them, uh, moved behind them to become their rear guard. Now, now the Hebrew word for the cloud here uh, means a spiritual covering, a, a spiritual hedge of protection. You, you, you remember when, when Satan came before the throne of God and, and, and God said, have you considered my servant Job? Uh, and the devil said, yeah, I've been watching him. Uh, but you've got a hedge built around him. You've you, you got a spiritual hedge. You've you got a spiritual covering. You, you've got supernatural protection uh, over his family and, and, and over his wife, even though she's a little crazy. And, and you've got supernatural protection over his fields and, and over everything he's got. Satan said, move that hedge for 24 hours. And let's see what Job's really made out of. Has God ever moved a hedge for a few hours on anybody here? 
There's two Baptist folks, right? Okay. Okay. Okay, then. Thank God for that hedge of protection. You're never vulnerable, baby. It's all working together for your good as long as you stay with your calling and his purpose. Shout, I'm covered. Uh-huh. And the third step for your double portion in 2020 is to remember you have a spiritual covering. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, 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 I could tell you some, oops, some stories. See how the devil's trying to trip me over my own rod? I think it's to keep me from telling these stories because I'd be in the doghouse or the garage. But I've seen God just cover over and over and over, y- y- y'all don't get nervous. Your pastor will be back Sunday, okay? So, so, uh, yeah. The, the, the Egyptians, the Egyptians are still coming after them. But the cloud, see the good thing about God, he can move things around. Ooh. David texted me yesterday and and said, my little granddaughter's in the hospital with breathing issues. This was on Friday? Yes. And I said, well, uh, God just said uh, he's sending a speedy recovery. So Sean was telling me this morning, she's up drinking milk. If you up drinking milk, baby... You, you ready to roll. Oh, they're releasing her today? Look at God. Usually when you have good insurance, they'll keep you a week or so. I'm trying to find something else. But, uh, but God moves this cloud from before the people. Now, mind you, they're still afraid with a, cra- a cloud hovering over their head. Oh, help us, Jesus. <laughs> and he moves, and they're thinking, oh, my God, the cloud's moving. It's moving in behind us. That must mean we need to go back to Egypt. That's why you need a Moses in your life. You, you need somebody. You need to pray for it because the enemy keeps a double target on his head and his heart, okay? So just keep a little prayer going over him. Moses said, Will you keep going forward? I mean, he's using sign language because he's talking to a million and a half people. Uh, The Bible said he was the most patient man. He had to be pastor of those people. But, But now, now, cause darkness. See, you're worrying about your haters and your enemies. Baby, they're walking in the dark. You're scared of somebody that's just stumbling around in the dark. And he caused there to be light at night for the people of God. I feel like running right here. Don't, don't, don't give me, no, don't give me any running music. I gotta save my strength for New York. New York, New York. Oh, yeah. 
help me, Jesus. So, so now, somebody shout now. Oh, Lord, have mercy. There's, there's a supernatural light. There's, there's revelatory light. See, oh, and the good thing of, about being born again, baby, you got a light. You got inside information shining, saying, don't go there. I mean, you go there anyway and get your socks knocked off. But, but you got a light. It's not because you don't have a light. Psalms 119 and 130 says that the entrance of God's word. Somebody just said, Mama, how long does he usually go here? See, you need a lot of light, baby. I'm trying to shine the light and break the paralysis off your life so you don't have to be on all that medication and just walk around like a zombie. I'm sorry, did I say that? Zombies, not pulpit language. But you remember in Exodus 3 and 20, before all this drama started, see, God spoke to his pastor. He spoke to his pastor. And he said, now Moses, you know, now God, he don't give a lot of details. You know, he didn't tell Moses, now I'm going to harden his heart 10 times and he's going to try to kill you. But he did give him a hint. He said, uh, Moses, I am sure. Anytime God says he's sure. See, because he's Alpha and Omega. He the beginning and the end. Oh, Lord. I'm sure he's going to use his mighty hand and all of his resources to stop you. Stop you dead in your tracks. Keep you from the double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look at God, verse 20. God said, but I'm going to stretch out my hand. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You think Pharaoh's got big hands. And I'm going to smite them with all my wonders that I'm going to do in the midst thereof. And after that, he'll let you go. When I get done with him, He'll let you go. Lord, have mercy. And your fourth, your fourth step to the double-double in 2020. I hope you're writing these down. I mean, I gave them so much stuff. I think it's freezing up. Oh, there it is. You have to mix your faith with the prophetic word that's spoken over your life. What did the bishop speak on today? Whoo, he is wild today. I love it when he starts sweating and spitting. He had that rod thing going on. But what did he preach? <laughs> you know, he, he was on the mark today. I mean... He was letting them have it today. No, no, no. But see, you have to mix your faith. In in fact, Paul said in Hebrews that people did not mix their faith with the word that was spoken. Moses was telling them, baby, it's going to be like this. This is what's going to happen, and this is going to happen, and I'm going to stretch out this rod, and then God's going to move supernaturally, and they still stuttering, eyes blinking. Sweating. Uh, what is God's gonna what? 
Verse 21, and Moses stretched out his rod over the Red Sea, and a strong east wind started blowing. Now, the wind there is a type of the Holy Ghost. and I mean, Holy Spirit. I'm sorry. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, it, Jesus said, it's the hobo shatad rabakashataya. I'm sorry. Jesus said, it's the behemohyekotod rabakashataya. Oh, that's going to run people off. When the Holy Spirit comes, He's going to lead you and guide you into all truth. Can I tell you God knows what he's doing? Can I tell you he knows what's best for you? He knows better about you than you know yourself. Have faith in God. You've not been able to straighten him out in 10 years. Turn him over to God. Let the Holy Spirit give you the words to speak. And it usually won't be cuss words. So now the wind's blowing. Put me in that Red Sea again. Now the, the, the wind, the wind. See, he holds the wind in his fist. And, but he's going to use somebody on earth. Alaboshataya to do supernatural that it can only come from heaven. But you have to have faith, baby, in the prophetic word of God. Oh, I got to hurry now. They're afraid. Here's why they're afraid. Keep it on them for just a minute, Dave. Keep it on them just a minute. You can't stop. Oh, there they go. Oh, Lord. They're afraid because they don't know what's holding the two walls of water up. And see, some of you are afraid this morning. You came to church afraid. You came with your best looking dress and new cologne. And, 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 and still, you're, you're still afraid. You're, you're still paralyzed. You're, you're, because you, if you just knew, if you could just see what's holding our family together. What, what, what's holding our finances together. What's holding my health together. What, 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 what's holding my kids together. I don't know about their future. In fact, I don't know about my future. The Bible said, God upholds all things by the power of his word. God's word is what's holding the land back from the sea. It's God's word that keeps the stars in the heaven. It's God's word that keeps everything in a rhythm and in a rotation. If you'll get double word, you'll get a double portion in 2020. If you need a double portion, stand and give God a high handprint. If you'll praise him, God will send the angels to pull the wheels off the chariots. I said, if you'll really praise him, God will pull the spirit of fear right out of your mind. I said, if you'll praise him, God will pull the debt out 
and the fear out. He'll pull you out. Come on, you got 60 seconds. Come on, some of you hadn't praised him all year. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Take me to church. Lord, take me to church, baby. chains breaking. I hear paralysis breaking. I hear unforgiveness breaking. I need 10 people, just 10 people to get out in the aisle and praise him. Praise him for a double portion. back down to earth your Bible said when the people verse 31 when the people God spoke to Moses again see that's why you need the proceeding word from God Oh, this gonna, this gonna, this gonna keep me out. No, it won't. This is just your daily bread. It gets you through Monday, but you're gonna need a word Wednesday night. Do you know some of the people came to Pastor Mo and they said, Mo, what if we get out here in the wilderness? You know what Moses told them. Don't get far from the cloud. But they said, but, see, see, you're not, you're not supposed to be a goat. It's, it's a goat that's always butt, button heads and butt, butt. You're a sheep. Jesus said, my sheep, they know my voice. Is anybody hearing his voice here today? All right then. There's some sheep in the room and a few goats. Moses said, well, somebody shout, well. You know what I mean with a little attitude. If you get out there and you can't see the cloud, you can find God in your praise. 
So they'd get out there, they'd lost their way, but right out in the middle of the wilderness without drums, without guitars, without Lawrence. See, Hollywood's got you so conditioned you want a Hollywood performance. But Moses said, if you lose your way, you can find him in your praise. Take me back to church, Lord. Somebody's paralysis. Somebody watching online. The paralysis is breaking right now. Hey! But, somebody shout, but. Where'd my tambourine lady go? There she is. I told her to sit down. Come on. Come on, Miriam. Isn't your name Miriam? It is now. Huh? What? I said we'd like all right then. Now see, Miriam had a little history with Moses. She knew the crocodile should have got him. She knew the midwives should have got him. And when he killed that Egyptian, tried to take things in his own hands, Pharaoh should have got him. There, there, there's, there's been a little paralysis that's tried to get a hold of you. And, and it's tried to put a heavy shroud over you. But if you'll put on the garment of praise here today... God said that spirit of depression and heaviness that's messing with your mind will have to flee as quick as you put on the garment of praise. Now, now, where'd Miriam go? Mary, come here, Miriam. All right. Take them shoes off, Miriam. You don't need to. Take them off anyway. You see, the blessing, the double portion that I'm talking to you about is all about following the instructions. See? And, and that's almost uh, prophetic because 
there's folk come to church every Sunday and I give them instructions or pastor gives them instructions and they'll leave here saying, I don't need to. But she got them off now. So now barefooted Miriam looks over the bank of the Red Sea on the other side. And the Bible said the people, they believe the Lord and they believe old Pastor Moses now. And Miriam got her tambourine. And your Bible says, I know it's not politically correct and I probably won't be able to do this in New York, but Miriam, started dancing and playing her tambourine. If there's been spirits that have tried to pull you down and give you anxiety attacks and, and give you panic attacks, you got 60 seconds. Somebody help me preach. Bishop, I don't think that's necessary. Then go see another therapist then.
Now, I just heard somebody say, I tried that. I tried that in 2019 and it didn't work. I got a word for you. Double the prescription. If you tried it in 2019 and it didn't work, double the prescription, baby. See, see, some of you has already turned me off. Lila, run up here right quick. Lila, run up here. I, I, I prayed for you this morning. And in, in, in your own way, okay, when you begin to praise God, and you, and you get that song, I know you've been disappointed in the past, but God spoke to me this morning and said, Lila be there. And I said, Lila who? He said, Lila. I said, okay, I'll look for her. Lift those hands. What's fixing to touch you is going to be heaven. You, you, you've, you've looked for solutions and you're smart, but it takes more than smart. Okay? It takes the supernatural. God said, I'm going to show her that it's not by might nor by power. But it's by my Father, I release a double portion, a double portion of joy, a double portion of strength. The joy of the Lord is going to be her strength in 2020. Thank you for renewing her faith and renewing her mind and renewing her strength. Somebody help me praise God for what he's doing. mercy. I know, I know, I know. Businessman that has a franchise of businesses text me this morning and say, Bishop, 
because you're stable and strong, I want to hear what God's saying to you in 2020. I said, double blessing, double favor, double increase. In 2020, I told the pastor in New York, double, God's doing the double, double blessing, double joy, double, double increase. Mm -hmm. But what God calls to stand up <laughs> in the text to me and studying this week. God said, Moses, I'm going to give the people favor. Everybody shout favor. Now, everybody shout favor. Mm -hmm. And when God gave them favor, they got loaded down with silver and gold and raiment. They were loaded. That's why, that's partly why Pharaoh was coming after them. They had the wealth of Egypt. God said, you're not going to come out empty. When you come out, you're going to come out with the double. And God spoke to me and said, prophesy Isaiah 61 and 7 to him at the end of the service. He said, when you get their faith renewed for a new year, and you prophesy dominion and the double-double. Tell them for their trouble, for the trouble you went through in 2019, some of that trouble followed you into 2020. It's still chasing you. But, but if, if you need God to just annihilate what was after you in, in 2019, and followed you right into 2020, I want you to grab an envelope. And on the back of that envelope, I want you to put Isaiah 61 and 7. Baby, bring our checkbook up here right quick. My, my wife and I, my wife and I are going to do 122 into the ministry because we got a big screen coming this year. And, and we're blacking everything out, and you're not even going to know this place. But God's going to have to double you to help make it happen. He wants to double you. Get you an envelope. And get you a $61 seed. And you'll remember this because you're sowing it into your future. Because the devil told some of you you wouldn't even be alive in 2020. He's a liar. Now, I, I watch it. Watch that rod there, baby. Stand, stand here with me, baby. Hey, like my new scarf. I'm 
thinking about taking this to New York with me. <laughs> I, I, I re, be, be seated just a second. I, I remember when my wife and I, we, Lord have mercy, all the credit cards were maxed. And we were at a camp meeting. And my pastor got up and said, there's a hundred pastors here that God said was going to bring $10,000. And when he said that, my legs got weak. And I said, you, you ever give when, when it's uncomfortable to give? No? Okay, th then you hadn't really given then. Sacrificially. <laughs> I was the 100th. He had already quit praying for. It wore out. I was the last one. But you know, the Bible said the last should be first. We sold that $10,000 check. And we got in the car, heading back to the hotel. My wife said, you know, that check's going to bounce. I got back to the hotel and a pastor called me and said, Pastor, I, I, I saw the new building you're building. You're not going to put those old pews in that new building, are you? And I said, no. I was thinking about giving them away. He said, I came by when you were out of town, looked at them. He said, I can make those work in my building. He said, in fact, I would like that pulpit and that communion table. And I said, well, now, that, that, that pulpit's got a, lot of, got a lot of memories. And I preached a lot of sermons across that pulpit. I started this church with that pulpit. He said, how about if I give you $7,500 for all of it? I said, well, okay. He said, I'll have you a cashier's check <laughs> when you get back in town. And then I went to the mailbox and there was a $2,500 check from Bahrain from a couple that I'd already forgot about. I didn't want them to know that. I, you know, wanting to say, oh, yes, I've been praying for you every day. Bless his holy name. $2,500. And there was that $10,000 right there. It was already making its way to me when I was giving it away. It was just making room for it. If you need God to move supernaturally and, and have double favor, everybody shout double favor. That wouldn't everybody shout double favor. Put you a $61 seed and come, and come stand with me. I want you to come stand on the platform with me. Let's stand right here, baby. This is the spot right here where Pastor Parsley, this is where Pastor Parsley handed me the sword that Lester Summerall handed him. And he didn't want to do it. He wanted it back, but I wouldn't give it back. And now I've passed that sword on over to Pastor Jason. 
He's the visionary of this house, him and Katie. And I told him to do everything that was in his heart this year. And I'd get right behind him and I'd make it happen. I, no, I want it up here. I want it right on this spot. This is a supernatural spot right here. Okay. God spoke to me at 4.30 this morning. <laughs> and it, it's amazing. It, it, it's amazing how different gifts work. God gives gifts to the church. I, I got a phone call last week. And the person said, uh, they, they just... I've paid my premium, but they've just canceled my insurance, and I've got to have my, and they couldn't get the word insurance out, and I said, God's doing a year-end miracle. He's going to crown the year, and they'll be sending you your insurance car. Well, no, bye. And they called Friday and said, Guess what just came in the mail? My brand new insurance card. I have to get in the moment, but in the moment, God showed me he wants to double. He wants to double this ministry. He wants to double the technology. We're leaving too much on the table, folks. We, 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 we've got a... We've got churches in Africa. They're watching us right now. Okay? Okay? I've got pastors. They get their message from Sunday morning at Christian World. That's okay. That's okay. Father, I pray over every one of these seeds. Thank you for the portal that you opened up to the heavens. Thank you for the gateway of heaven. And as the people lay their seed down on this supernatural spot, I prophesy double favor. Double favor. God bless you as you bring your seed and just, just put it right on the spot. Right, right on the spot. Yeah, 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 yeah.